Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Triano and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about what it means to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and how all of this helps you do life with the living God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is finding God real in everyday life. This is Gabby Santiago. In case you don't already know, I recently got married, so I'm a married woman now. But thanks for tuning in. So today, I really wanted to talk to you all. Something that God's really been putting in my heart is to encourage you all to make the most of this season, of this time. And the title of this recording is "There's No Better Time Than This." I shared on a couple of my last blogs previously. He said that this would be the year where he would outpour abundant blessings over our lives, and it's kind of like a grace year if you want to think about it, where the desires that God has put in your heart, passions, whatever the Lord has gifted in you, He wants to make that happen. He wants to walk you into your destiny, into your promised land. But this promise only comes to those who are willing to align their lives with God. And so I hope that after listening to this, you would be encouraged with whatever God. Is calling you to do to do it, you know, to get your life right with the Lord. And I believe that in this season, the Lord is wanting to do two things in our lives. He wants to renew our mind, and He also wants to do a new thing in our lives. So I wanted to share a little bit about the renewing of the mind. And if you don't know the story, but this is、um, an Exodus where basically the Israelites were held in captivity with Pharaoh in Egypt. Basically, God uses Moses to bring the Israelites out of captivity. And God's goal for the Israelites was to bring them into the Promised Land, but the Israelites, you know, in the middle of the wilderness, they started complaining. They started forgetting what God has done, and they even told Moses, and they even wished that they could go back to Egypt. And because of their disobedience and honestly lack of trust in the Lord and thanksgiving to the Lord, they wandered in the wilderness for forty years. Where God honestly wanted to just walk them straight into the promised land, they found delays, and there was also a generation that didn't enter the promised land because of their disobedience. And the Lord has been speaking to my own life, and I believe for you as well, that He wants to take us to the promised land, but He needs to make sure that we are not like the Israelites, where we still have the Egypt mindset, our old mindsets. He wants us to let go of the past and walk into the new creation that He has for us. Because we can't enter into the promised land that He has for us with our old mindsets, even though we may be walking in the Lord and obeying Him. But if we still have old mindsets, it's still going to hold us back. And God can't trust us with the blessings that He's about to outpour in our lives if we still have our fleshly mindsets going on. So I want to share a little bit about my story.、Um, as you know, I just recently got married, and my husband is currently not working full time. And the Lord around. October had put in my heart to let go of my full time job. You know, he spoke to me a couple times through a conference that I went, and then he affirmed it in my alone time with him. But I thought to myself, like, man, it seems like the worst time. You know, I'm about to get married, my husband's not working full time, and now you want me to let go of my job. So I was honestly afraid and scared,、um, but I did it anyways. But I found that so we got married in December, and I found that in January it was such a hard month. I found myself just struggling、um, with financial worry, and even though I knew, you know, God would, as He is faithful, He would continuously remind me of His truth whenever I go to the Bible. You know, like verses where He says that we are under His care, His children don't beg for bread, like all of that. I read that verses, 
but I still found myself struggling and financial fear. And I found myself even thinking, started to have bad thoughts about my husband as well due to the worries that I had. And honestly, I thought that, I remember when I would tell my husband, I would blame it on the enemy. I would say like, yeah, the enemy's like spewing th thoughts in my mind. But a couple months in, I believe this was mid-January, and during this time, I was doing the Daniel's fast as well. The Lord revealed to me that in reality, it wasn't the enemy that was spewing thoughts, but this was a mindset that I had previously that he wants to get rid of. His goal for me during this Daniel's fast that I just finished was to scrape away everything that wasn't of him so that I could be prepared for this new season that he has for me. And I believe that God has the same for you all. He wants to renew your mind. He doesn't just want to see you obeying because I obeyed the Lord. I let go of my job. You know, I, I got married, but my mindset was still wrong. I was just taunted with so much fear and worry. And the Lord knew that I needed to, he needed to renew my mind to enter and prepare for the new season that I have. And the Lord has been clear to me that the enemy, he can't stop God's blessings for our lives. But we, what he can do is stop us from walking into the blessings that God has for us through distractions, through fear, which causes disobedience in our part. So I want to talk a little bit now about renewing of the mind. Um, Romans 6, 4 is such a great verse. But it says, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. And what it's saying here that, you know, Christ died for us. And we, when we, when we partake with Christ, we also are buried and we get to walk in this new life. And when you read Romans 6, it makes it clear. And it talks about that if Jesus died for us and we have gained righteousness, does this mean that we can keep on sinning? And it's so clear in that verse that it's actually no. The, the true key that we've actually accepted God's grace is when sin no longer reigns in our lives. And the, the thing that the Holy Spirit highlighted in me in this verse is when it says, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. And that's super key. Because accepting Jesus doesn't mean like, oh, you have no more struggles, no more temptations. You still have to choose to walk in the newness. You have to choose to take off like Paul says, take off the old clothes and put on the new clothes. It's a choice. And even Jesus says um, in Matthew 16, 24, he says, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. And so during my fast, I remember this was honestly near the end of my fast. And I legit was just crying out to God because I found myself, whenever there was moments when I would get revelation from the Lord, I would be so boosted up, no fear, no worry. But then the next day, worry would come back to me. And I was sick and tired of just being taunted by worries. And near the end of the, my fast, God told me that I need to practice denying myself. Whenever that thought comes, we have to throw it away. And the same for you all watching. Whatever stronghold you have in your life, you need to practice denying it. And that's why fasting is very well. I, I would really encourage you, if you have not fasted, to take this moment to fast. Because fast is an outward resemblance of denying ourselves, right? Because fasting means you're resisting food. And it's an outward resemblance of what's happening inwardly in our spirit. Because God tells us we need to deny our flesh. We need to walk in the new spirit. And when we fast, we're practicing abiding in the Lord, saying no to the things of the flesh and walking in the spirit. And so that day on, I decided that I was going to take my fast seriously. Um, and what I mean by seriously is really denying any urge that I had. That was something that the Lord convicted me because I love snacking. So whenever I have the urge to snack, I choose to deny it so that I could practice 
denying my flesh and being more sensitive to the Holy Spirit as well. So I'd really encourage you, if you haven't already in this season, to fast. Because the Lord has so much planned for you in this year. He wants to walk into your destiny. And you might think that you have wasted so much time. You've screwed up on many things. God's love, like he already sent Jesus to die for you. He loved you while you were a sinner. So now is a time for you to run to him. You know, you, I, I was reading, I don't remember what chapter this was in, but it was a beautiful verse that basically God says that I have already redeemed you. Now come to me. And it was, it opened my eyes to see that God sent Jesus to bail us out of, out of prison, even before he knew that we would use the freedom for good. That's how much he loved us. And God right now is, is giving all of us an opportunity to turn our lives around, to just take, to, to put our lives in his word, you know, for a moment to forget what we think is right, but really take God's word and live by it and to renew our mind constantly with his word. You know, to renew our mind, we have to be in the word, right? Like Romans 12 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that comes through reading his word. That comes through practicing denying ourselves. And I love Romans 6, 11. It says, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. I love that word count yourselves because we have to be convinced that we are dead to sin, that sin no longer reigns in us. And we have to also take credit to God's grace. Like God's grace has given us the ability to walk out blamelessly before him. He, sometimes we think like God is too, too much. I don't think I can do it. If you're struggling right now, ask God for his grace to help you. And he will. The things that God has asked me to obey, like letting go of relationships that wasn't of him, which was so hard to do. I had to ask God for grace and his grace guys helped me. He brought the situation for me to help me let go. Like his grace will help you alongside. Like we're no longer under the law of the old covenant, but now we're under grace, which doesn't mean that we can keep sinning, but that we shouldn't have to sin anymore. We, we don't have the, we have the ability by Jesus, by Jesus, by his grace to walk this life out. And so the first step into entering into this new season to receive the promises that he has for you in this life is to renew your mind, practice denying yourselves. And now the second thing that I said earlier that God wants to do is a new thing in your life. He's been speaking this to me, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. It says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God wants to do a new thing in your life. And that's going to look differently for everyone. But one thing that he is that is going to be common for everyone is that God is going to do it. He's going to bring miracles and do new things that you've never seen before. I love in the scripture when it says, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. You may think that right now in your current situation, it's dry land, it's waste. There's no potential that can come from your life. But that's why God is trying to do a new thing. He wants to show you that he is the source. And if you would just align your life to him, he will open the doors of blessing. He will make make ways, you know, bring rivers, bring streams through deserts, through wilderness, and show you that he is God. He wants to do a new thing. But we can't enter the promised land but with the Israelites who are captive, captive by Pharaoh. We can't have that mindset entering into this promise that God has for us. And Matthew 9, 17 says, And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins, so that both are preserved. 
And what this is saying is that God can't do the new thing in our old mindset, in our old ways. We have to be renewed to, in order to walk in the newness, the new creation that God has for us. And the Lord had given me this analogy recently. Um, but basically, you know, our duty is to obey God. And a lot of times people say like, oh, well, if God is real, you know, why do I still, still see struggles, still see bad things happen? And I'm not saying that as a Christian, you're not going to go through trials because the reality is we live in this world and the God has allowed the enemy free, you know, free reign, not above him, but somewhat of free reign in this world. And so we are bound to experience sufferings and all of those things. But what God does promise his children is that when we abide in him and we rest under his shelter, his shadow will protect us. Like that's a promise that God has for us. And the analogy that he gave to me as I was reading Psalm 103 is a father. You know, God is like a father and we have to abide in him in order to inherit the blessings that he has for us. And, you know, like, think about it. Like, let's say, you, you know, you have a good father. You can't blame your father for not protecting you if you're not following in his ways. And the same thing goes with God. We can't blame God if we're not following what he's asking us to do. You know, we, we, we won't be able to fall under his protection if we're not willing to follow in his ways. And, you know, in Psalm 23 makes it clear that your goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. But the first verse in that Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. So if you allow God to lead your life, you can be sure that his goodness and mercy will follow all the days of your life. You will walk into the blessings that he has for you. And so, you know, ask yourself this. What are things that you need to get right with God? What are mindsets that you need to allow God to renew from you? You know, I sense, you know, those who are watching, you're probably maybe struggling with a lot of fear and a lot of worry, especially provision. I know God has been calling myself and a lot of people that I know in the transition of letting go of their full-time job. Um, and I remember in the probably near the beginning of January, I was really struggling with fear and worry. And God gave me this vision of this girl sitting in a nice mansion. And God said that I was that girl. Yet I was worrying about what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? When I'm really well taken care of in the Lord, in his nice mansion. You know, God is extravagant with all richness. And here I am worrying, wasting my time. You know, Matthew, I believe it's Matthew 6, um, but it talks about it. You know, like there, we can gain nothing by worrying and that we just need to trust God because he knows what we need. And it was funny because I was telling my husband this vision and it inspired him to make this art piece right here. So if you guys are interested also in purchasing this, you can go to his website, michaelsantiago.org. So this picture portrays the children of God and the one in the middle is worried. And so worry blinds us from seeing the blessings that God has given to us. And so unlike the other children who are not filled with worry, they're able to enjoy life and enjoy the blessings that God has for them. But when we sit in worry, we miss out on life and God wants us to enjoy day-to-day -day life. So take this time to be very intentional with the season that God is taking you to really ask the Lord to reveal to you things that are not in line with Him, to make the most of this time, because this is the perfect time where God is taking many of us into a transition into the promise He has for us. And that this transition may feel uncomfortable, but think of the transition as a bridge to your promised land, the thing that God wants to take you and, and birth out of you. I just went to a conference recently and Carolyn Roberts shared that this is your due date, the time for you to birth the promises that God has for you. And so don't, don't let this year pass by 
don't sit out of fear or sit out of being just too comfortable, but like, be willing to get out of your comfort zone and understand that God has given you everything through Jesus Christ to live out his will for your life. 1 Corinthians 1.8 says, He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son Jesus. So don't live in the lie believing that you don't have the strength to do this because God has given Jesus to be your strength. And I want to pray with you all today and actually share a prayer that I've written. Um, if you haven't heard from my previous videos, I shared a couple snippets of an upcoming book that I'll be writing and publishing called Love Letters to Jesus. And it's basically this book is just out of the revelations that I've received of his love. And these are personal prayers that I've written to Jesus himself. But I wanted to share this to you and actually read this and proclaim this and, you know, speak this over your life. So Lord, I shout praises to you. I'm so grateful and thankful for all that you have done for me. I thank you that you have helped me to renew my mind as I enter into this new season of life. I rejoice because I am on my way to entering into my destiny. No more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage. I am loved and freed by my Father. I am loved and precious to your sight. For all my days I choose to abide in your ways. You will let no harm come near me. You will make sure I am well provided. You know the deepest desires of my heart and you long to bring it about for your glory. You have redeemed me and called me back as your child. I no longer have to regret the past because you have renewed my future. So I just wanna speak this prayer over your life and open your eyes to see that Jesus has broken those chains. He has freed you to now walk freely in the life that he has given you. And he promises us in John 10, 10, he says, the enemy has come to kill, still and destroy, but I have come to give you life to the fullest. So I pray that you will be blessed, um, you know, through this video and that you would really make the most of the season. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and were blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.